We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. And guys, don't be fooled. This is just a voice. I am just as mad as you guys are, but we will not show it today. Nate, go ahead. Take it away. How you doing? Yep. Doing the same as you. Um, <laughs> we, we know this is it. So we know this has been a long, a long, long 12, 15 days if you really want to get into it. But uh we're here to talk about the Angels and, and how we think they can get better and what they can do. So let, let's go to uh, topic number one. I mean, I mean, we're not here to complain. Let's say let's just go, let's just go over this right now. Like we're not here to complain. We're not here to get mad. I think this is this shows that you know we've like, and this is going to come off really arrogant, but that we've actually played the game and understand the game and know that this is kind of part of it. And we knew that like we said this coming into this season, right? Like that there were question marks on all 25 guys, right? 26. We said this. 26. We said this. 26 guys. All, all 26 guys. Yeah, I forgot that, that, that you know, everybody. 28 if you want to get technical. Yeah, 28. Yeah. We said it. 28, 26, 25, whatever you want to call it. 20, you know, question marks throughout, you know, like, what is this guy? What is this guy? What is this guy? What is this guy? Even Mike Trout's question mark, and I'm never ever, like, Mike Trout's slumping. It was just it. health concerns. Just health concern. I'm not worried about his playing ability. It's it's Mike freaking Trout. He's going to be back. Like, don't don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, you know, we said there were question marks. We knew there were going to be rough patches. Did we know that it was going to be like this? Absolutely not. We never thought that it was going to come down to an 11 game losing streak ever. And I don't think like you can predict something like this. Um, I don't know what to say. I I really don't like. I I want to say like, oh, I have the answers. I. I want to say I have the answers. I, I don't. I don't think you have the answers. I don't think anybody has the answers or else obviously it would be out there already. I know like we can talk about what we would do and that's like kind of the plan here. Like yep. if we were Perry Manassian, you know, kind of what would we, what would we do right now? Um, and, and, you know, we'll get there, but I, I want like kind of reactions here. Cause I think, I mean, I feel like I just summed it up decently. Well, like we said there were 26 question marks coming into the season 
right? And you needed 75% of those things to go right to be a good team. Everything was going right for the first 40 games. I think we, that's fair to say. And now all of a sudden, 5% of stuff is going right. The they rotation, avoided 35 aces during those 40 games. That was the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. They're starting to play good teams. They're starting to play very good teams. They're starting to see aces, though they didn't see Garrett Cole. Um, Miss Garrett Cole, but they did see Zach Wheeler. Yes. And it, like I said, back to the question marks, there are 26 of them. Uh, you wanted everything to go right. It's not going right. Right now, 5% of everything is going right. That 5% is Jared Walsh and Andrew Velasquez on defense, probably. That's, there's your 5% that's going right. Uh, Ryan Tapera looks okay over the last two games. Aaron Loop, there is no such thing. Rysel Iglesias hasn't, has pitched twice in the last nine days. I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, Jimmy Herget gave up that home run today, which, again, put in a tough situation. You can't. You can. You can't blame him for it. It is what it is. He came in in a dirty inning. The Angels are probably going to lose that game anyways. Whatever you want to look at it. Um, yeah, I, let's just – I mean, just give me your reactions right now, and then we can get into how uh, how to attempt to solve this. First, I always forget to do this. Blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire. If you're looking to start a podcast. Blue wire. Blue wire. Um, blue wire, if you're listening to this, go ahead and make us some shirts. I have uh, 7,000, just hit my 7,000 follower on, on uh, Congratulations. Thank you. On Twitter, go ahead and uh, I'll promote for you guys if you'd like. Uh, go ahead, get some shirt, get us some merch, whatever it is, you know, I'll, I'll help you guys out uh, on, on that side of things. Again, don't want to sound cocky, don't want to sound arrogant. The Angels are on an 11-game losing streak. I have nothing good to say at the moment. Um, but, yeah, Nate, go ahead. I don't think you want to hear from me because my prediction was 82 and 82. Uh, okay, that's what I thought they were going to be. So when, when they started out really hot, it was what goes up must come down. And they're on that what must come down right now. And, you know, some people are a little bit upset that it is a little bit further down than anyone could have expected. I don't think you ever go into a season expecting to lose 11 games in a row. I don't think even the Baltimore Orioles or Pittsburgh Pirates, who were honestly not even trying to win, the Cincinnati Reds, like those teams were not like, oh, hey, we're probably going to lose 11 or 12 games in a row, guys, but it's going to be okay. We'll figure it out and we'll win enough games to, you know, still be competitive. Um, but it, it is tough. You know, it just feels like everything that can go wrong is going wrong. And it's just kind of at a point where you just have to laugh at how amazing things are going. Like, why are we throwing a strike to Bryce Harper? I still don't know. And Bryce Harper hits the home run that, you know, you, is her around Philadelphia. And, why are you pitching to Bryce Harper? I mean, we walked, a, we walked Corey Seager with the bases loaded. So, I don't know. It, it's just, like, kind of laughable. You, you're just sitting there going, man, the Angels get out to a 5 nothing lead. Like, I'm not going to get too excited. Uh-oh, here comes Bryce tying around the plate. Like, wouldn't it just be funny if he hits a game-tying grand slam? Oh, wait. Uh, uh, there it is. So, that that's just kind of how it's been the last couple of weeks. And, yeah, they, they have a tough stretch right now. They, they got – they got Boston, New York, and the Dodgers coming up. So it's not going to get any easier. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. And nobody's just going to gift you a win. You guys got to really bear down and, and figure out what it takes to win a baseball game. If that means get on the dish and get hit by plate, get hit by the ball, and that means get on the dish and get hit by a pitch. Um, if that means, you know, maybe you're not a seventh or eighth inning guy and you got to get an out in the seventh or eighth inning, maybe that means you got to get a job done. Uh, maybe it means getting a sack month. No, I, I don't know what it means, but 
you you got to figure out what it takes to win these games and it's it's a little thing here and it's a little thing there that's what's really cost them you look at you you can really pick out a couple little things in each and every one of these games and it's not even managerial decisions it's oh we made an error here or a base running mistake here or a mental mistake here uh, a fly ball catch here and, and you look up and it's 11 L's in a row. So they, they've got to play a lot cleaner baseball. They've got to pitch a lot better and, you know, they'll figure it out. They're going to go on a run again. And, you know, people are, it's going to be one of those years where it's, you know, win eight or nine in a row, lose six or seven in a row, win four or five in a row, lose seven or eight in a row. It's just going to keep going back and forth because that's kind of the team they have. So let's, let's go on to uh, our next topic here. I mean, this, I mean, interesting point that you bring up, like you can't like, no one's going to like what we're about to say, but you can't blame anybody. We talked about this. We talked about this on the phone earlier today. And I mean, we got to talk about it. Like you really, you, you can't blame anybody. You really can't like, there's like, no one guy to blame. Honestly, any, like, this is a, this is a team effort. It really is like the pitching hasn't been good. You can't just blame the starting pitching because the, the bullpen, there are times where the starting pitching has put us in a position to win a baseball game. And the bullpen has not done their job. You can't just blame the bullpen because our starting pitching has gone an inning and a third three times in this losing streak. Um, you can't blame the offense. There are times where they're getting shut out. You can't blame the defense. There are times where they're making mistakes. Um, it's a, it is a team effort. It, it really is. And I know people say it's an individual game with a team aspect to it, and it really is. But – it's really hard to blame individuals like Mike Trout struggling. Yes. Noah Syndergaard struggling. Yes. Uh, Shohei Otani still struggling. Yes. Like there's really only one or two bright spots on this team. And Jared Walsh is one of them. Um, luckily he's getting to hit against left-handed pitching and against right-handed pitching. And he's doing a good enough job against lefties. Not great. And he's hitting better against righty. So uh, it's good to see him get back on track, but yeah, it is a huge team effort for these losses and you can't even blame Joe. I mean, Joe has tried different things. It's not like Joe is trying the same thing over and over again. Like, all right, you know, we're going to go the same guy in the eighth inning. Like, no, he has tried Oliver Ortega. It didn't work. He has tried Aaron Loop. It didn't work. He tried Ryan Tapera. It didn't work. He tried bringing in Rocio Iglesias to get five outs. It didn't work. Like, he has literally tried everything. It is, it is laughable for him because he's literally done everything you possibly can to put guys in situations to succeed and they just continue to show that they are not ready for those situations. And then you got guys who are making big money who aren't, aren't playing well. And it's like, well, do we continue to run those guys out there just because they're making a lot of money? Yes, sure. But can we put them in situations where maybe they're better fit? And it's like, okay, yeah, they do that. And it still doesn't work. So, um, it's kind of funny to me that people are, are blaming every – like they're picking and choosing about three or four people when you really should be picking and choosing about 35 people. Yeah, yeah. And and for those saying, wow, Jared and Nate are being angel apologists again, and, and don't do that. Like seriously, like you look at it and it is actually laughable. Like to a normal, you know, to us, it, it doesn't – like nothing makes sense right now. And I think you can say that in the clubhouse, like nothing makes sense. They scored seven runs on Sunday and that should be enough to win a game. Bryce Harper, it's a grand slam. And all of a sudden they lose that game nine to seven, nine to seven. 
I mean, it, 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 they they lose three one-run games to Toronto. Uh, they get their asses handed to them by the Yankees. Like, well, they had a shot to win one of those games. Yes, they were getting no hit, and then they scored first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? That, that's yeah, they, the game like, they should have exactly. won. Exactly. If pitching so, – so right now, and, and again, I didn't want to go off on rants here. If pitching is, is doing well, the hitting is not. If like, it, like one th- only one third of everything is working right now. Not, not everything, if that makes sense. You know, if the and offense is on, like the pitching one is fourth. on. Because sometimes it's the starters that are on in the bullpen that's off. Sometimes it's the bullpen that's on and the starters are not. And yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes the, the defense off- lets you down. <laughs> like, it's just it, like there is nothing that makes sense. And I, 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 we have answers for a lot of stuff. We really do. We, we, we do. Like, if you listen to us, we're, again, this is going to sound arrogant. It's going to sound cocky. We're smart. We, we get it. Like, we totally understand it. We, we do. We sometimes try to make you guys a little happy, you know, and we sometimes try to piss you guys off. But if you listen to us, you know that we we are, you know, fairly smart about what we say. We have no understanding of this. Like you could you could point up to the sky and be like, Jared, Nate, this is because of aliens, and we'd be like, sure. Sounds good to us. That that makes sense. Um back on to baseball though, uh, without sounding too cocky and arrogant. Uh, I, I gotta bring up Joe Madden here, you know, like I understand where people are with Joe Madden. Um, and, and I'm one of the first people to say that I, and Nate is too, that we don't agree with some of the bullpen decisions that he has I'm made. I'm not the biggest Joe Madden fan. No, I'm not. No. It, and, it, and it's not saying anything like against Joe Madden. I think Joe Madden's fantastic. Um, however, those that are saying that you need to go and fire Joe Madden, just remember that there is nobody to take over for him. You have a scout, a former scouting director as your assistant man or your, your bench coach right now that would take over. I, he had never, I don't think he had ever coached a big league game before this year. Correct. No. So basically, so basically if you fire Joe Madden and Ray Montgomery takes over, Perry Manassian is the new manager of your team. He is now the manager and the general manager. What they I'm probably would do is make Benji Gill the manager. Yeah, that that would and be, then I would think. And then they would move assistant hitting coach to first base coach or something stupid like yeah. that. Um, they might they might call somebody up from the minor leagues to do that. But Benji Gill's probably next in line to be the manager if something goes wrong. Um, that would be my guess. Yeah, I, I I think that too. But however, like if you look at his in pecking order right now. Ray Montgomery is your bench coach. You know, he, he, he'd be that guy. I think um, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I know Benji Gill, Benji Gill would probably take, I don't know, Uh, but regardless, I'll take Joe Madden over those guys. Um, Just because I mean, Benji Gill's fantastic. He's fantastic human being. Um, He has, doesn't, has no track record, you know, like does have managerial background. He does. He does. He, he coached, he managed team Mexico. I think if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And, and Um, he was, the manager in a Mexico league. Um, speaking of who could possibly, just for similar similar talks, the Phillies fired Joe Girardi before the series, and right when that happened, I said, oh, crap, Jared won our weekly bet because I knew for sure the, uh, the Phillies were going to come out and play a lot better baseball after that. They did not go to their bench coach to be the interim manager. They went to another guy, Rob Tom- Thomas. Thompson, excuse me, and he became the interim manager. I think he was like the assistant hitting coach or something like that, not their bench coach. Their bench coach is still their bench coach. So 
it doesn't have to be their bench coach. I just know that pecking order wise, like when the manager gets kicked out, that is who typically becomes the manager is the bench coach. So just thought I'd throw that out there, but Joe Madden's not the problem. I know everyone wants to point to him and be like, oh, he's the one who makes the decisions. Yes. Why have there been no meetings? Why have there been uh, this? There have been meetings. I'm letting you know. Yes, there, there have been meetings. That's 100%. Um, also, like, Joe can only play the hand he's dealt. This is not 100 You're bringing this in. You've been waiting for it. You've been waiting. I, I have. I know you have. I have. Go ahead. Um, you, you can only play the hand you're dealt. And, and like, does that mean the Baltimore Orioles manager should, should be fired? Brandon Hyde should be fired for right now. They're they're in last place. Is, they're they're not playing. They're not playing good baseball. It's a very it's a very football. Theming should, for you, what right? about the Tigers? Yeah. Should AJ Hinch be fired? He's in last place right now. He was supposed to be possibly the hot team this year with all the young guys playing good. And you know they're in last place. AJ Hinch, terrible manager. Right, never been to a World Series. Never never won games before. He's got to go, right? No? Oh, he, he's got a young team that's still trying to learn how to win? Okay. So can we give Joe Madden some slack a little bit? Like, it's not like he is going out there and saying, all right, we're going to put the same nine guys on the field every single day. We're going to go to the same guys out of the bullpen every single day. And those same 15 guys are going to win us a game every single day. And if it doesn't work, well, we're going to try the same 15 guys tomorrow. He has not done that. He has tried different guys. He has had guys called up from the minor leagues. He has sent guys down. He has had, you know, different starting lineups almost every single day during this losing streak. He has two of his best. He has two of his best players on the IL right now. Debatable, but sure. Well, sure. Taylor Ward was hitting like I mean, te- technically, when you think when you when you think about it, right? Like three of his best, three of the best players on his team, and in fact, like. I'd say the three best players this season for him on the offensive side of things in general, maybe not Anthony Rendon, but Taylor Ward. And I mean, Mike Trout's over his last 26, like, like, how are you supposed supposed to work with that? You're you're now back to like old 2016, 2017, Billy Epler, uh, Mike Sosha, Brad Ausmus teams. Like that's kind of what you're looking at right now. Like you don't have anybody behind Mike Trout. You really don't. That's I honestly like you're able to go after Mike Trout at the moment, and you know you've probably gotten a little bit lucky with Mike Trout. I know he's swinging and missing a little bit. His the timing's off. Timing's off a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's a team that had a lot of holes, a lot of question marks going into the year, and you're you're seeing what happens when a guy or two goes down. I mean, the Angels got really lucky with Taylor Ward coming up and playing like an all star. And then he goes down, Anthony Rendon goes down, and it's like, oh, crap, this offense sucks. That, that's honestly what's happening right now is everyone's that, going, oh, man, this offense isn't that good. Well, seven, eight, nine can't hit. I'll tell you that much. I mean, if you have Tyler Wade, Kurt Suzuki, and, um, and Andrew five, Velasquez playing. Five through nine haven't hit in two weeks. Uh, and, and, yes, Brandon Marsh is 0 for his last 20 or something like that. Five, I mean, five through nine have not hit in the last two weeks. And now you are seeing why Jared and I were so upset when the shortstops were signed by other teams because we said this offense needed another piece. And that's that's the frustrating part. So I am not a Joe Madden fan. I'm not you you guys know this. I think Joe Madden makes a lot of mistakes, but I can't blame Joe Madden here. Like 
it is very hard to win with a team that can only hit one through four. And the one through four that can hit, that is like the weakest one through four in baseball right now. Shohei Otani has an OPS of 772. We are crowning this guy the MVP with an OPS of 772. We'll, we'll get on to talking about Shohei Otani. Oh my gosh! Let's yeah, let's go ahead. Take this away before I get even more pissed. That's that's fine. That's fine. The fans wanted to see pissed off Nate and Jared. I mean, they're gonna get pissed off Nate. I'm pretty level headed with everything, but seven seventy two. But yeah, okay. Let's um let let's move on here. Let's say we are both Perimanasian, and we can both do what we want here in this situation. I think we've both made it very clear that we are not getting rid of any coaches. Correct. That's correct. I think so. Let's play this as if the Angels are healthy, or as if the Angels are where they are right now. I think it starts with one thing, and it's very, very obvious. And people are going to be upset with it right away. You've got to convince Dallas Keuchel to come to Anaheim. Yes, I think so too. That's a great depth piece. Um, I, I said that. I said that. I said there are three things, by the way, and and I'll I'll take. We, we can agree on that one. I think we were both – right when we saw – I told you about that last last yeah, episode. Well, I was like, right when, saw, right, well, right when we saw Keiko get let go, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Ground ball guy. Let the defense do their thing. First uh, thing I did was check his fan graphs and make sure that the, the ground balls percentage lined up with what the Angels like, and it, it made sense. Yeah. So, yeah. he's pitched in the American League West. He's been a playoff pitcher. He's a very similar pitcher um, to get, what the yeah. Angels like. Yep. And he he can eat innings, and go he's get, pitching. Go get major league depth. That's what this is, though. That's what Dallas Keuchel is. Don't go put him in AAA. I do not. I, you want, you don't put Keuchel in AAA as much as everybody wants. You you make some you make some starting pitching changes. You need to go to a five man rotation, correct? Like you need. You to, can't do that, but yeah. No, you you need to figure out a way to do that. It's impossible. You, you know, Shohei Otani. You, so you need Shohei to Otani limit what Shohei. You need to limit what Shohei Otani does on the offensive side of things. If he needs to take more days off, because exactly what you said. What is he? What is his OPS this year? It's seven some seven whatever. Right, he's batting seven whatever. That is not that on the offensive side of things. That is not going to cut it as a DH. DH is there to hit. So if you need to cut back his time and give Joe Adele some chances on, on the DH side of things, let Mike Trout sit out in center field for a day. Oh, maybe let Jared Walsh. Oh, and we talked about Taylor Ward being hurt. I mean, you could you can DH him as well. Um, Anthony Rendon, you can DH. There are plenty of guys that can use a day off that are not Shohei Otani. And we, again, are not blaming this on Shohei Otani by any means. Shohei Otani needs some freaking days off. You cannot do you. He, what he is doing is not humanly possible, and we are under, completely understanding why now, right? If he's tipping pitches on the pitching side of things, whatever you know, he everybody's pressing. Take it, take a step back, and figure out a way for Shohei Otani not to play every day because he is not going to help the team with what he was doing right now. So back to that Dallas Keuchel. Yes. That's the first thing we do. Yep. He needs, move. he needs to come. You probably move Silseth down or you move him to the pen. You move somebody else down. That's fine. But the angels need Dallas Keuchel. And that sounds so bad because again, not a huge Dallas Keuchel fan, but he does, he does what the angels need. He, he's going to eat in back down to double a dude, dude, you know, that's another lefty there. Yeah, I, I would ra- I would rather Detmers next to Keuchel as much as possible yeah. because I think Dallas Keuchel could really help him uh, learn how to be a professional, learn how to pitch, and things like that. So 
personally, if I'm Perry Manassian, I'm bringing in Dallas Keuchel saying, bro, I'm paying you the major league minimum. I will buy your house out here. I'll do whatever you have to to stay in in, in Anaheim for the rest of the season. We have a shot to make the playoffs. You have a shot to be a postseason pitcher on this team. You have a shot to do a lot of things. Just come out here and give us a chance. Trust your and, defense because that that defense out in uh, Chicago. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. You know, Trust your defense. No, Tim Anderson has been one of the worst shortstops in baseball defensively. Um, third base, they've been rotating Jake Berger. Yohan Mikado just came back. Second base, they've been rotating Luis Garcia and, and Mendick. And it's, it's, it's been bad defense. And, you know, it's cost him. You know, there are plays that maybe he's giving up hits on that the Angels are making plays on because Andrew Velasquez is a really good shortstop. So, yes, Dallas Keuchel is number one, 100%. He is looking at a couple teams right now. Hopefully the Angels are one of them, and hopefully he ends up in the Angels organization because I think he brings a lot to the Angels. One, he'll bring postseason experience. Two, he'll bring an innings eater. And three, he'll bring that veteran leadership. So I think he makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's number one there, Dallas Keuchel. I think like, it's almost yeah automatic. Like that, That's got to be a guy you look at. Um, gives you major league depth. I don't care how bad he's been this year. I really don't. He won't be that. I can promise you wherever he goes next, he's not going to be that bad. Nope. can guarantee you that. Um, uh, number two, uh, with the Angels lineup, Mike Trout needs to bat lead off. Don't care what you got to do. You did Justin Upton last year. Go ahead and do it to Mike Trout um, during this Boston Red Sox series. Bat him lead off, please. And then put Shohei Otani right behind him and let Mike Trout see as many fastballs as humanly possible and walk for all I care. He can go 0 for 0 in the Red Sox series, continue his 0 for 26 strike, and I could care less. I really could care less. Get Mike Trout on base as much as possible because, hey, guess what? That's what the Angels are struggling to do. Get guys on base right now, correct? The offense has been struggling. That's the first thing that Mike Trout does when he is struggling is he starts walking a lot to get back into get back into what he does best put Mike Trout at the leadoff spot and I don't care what he does in the Red Sox series he again he can walk every single time I could care less he's not hitting right now anyways what's the point what like what's what's the issue with Mike Trout batting leadoff go go put him in leadoff he's one of the best guys at getting on base put Shohei Otani right behind him put I don't care number three well, uh, uh you probably put Walsh. Right in and then Walsh <clears throat> I don't care about the rest of the lineup I really don't it, it, it is it is what it is so Funniest thing about that, Aaron Judge led off for the Yankees two days ago. The Yankees are one of the hottest teams in baseball. They're le- they're leading off Aaron Judge, and not only are they leading off Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge led the game off of the home run. So that that guy has twenty home runs on the season now, and they hit him lead off. Yep. Feel Justin, free to hit lead off my lead off Mike Trout because Justin, Up, it if Justin can't Upton get worse. can lead off. No, if Justin Upton can lead off. So can Mike Trout. Bat him lead off. Don't care what he does. He can walk every single time for the rest of his uh, the rest of this 2022 season and continue his 0 for 26 streak. And I don't care. Bat him lead off. Um, and then number three, what else we got here? We have anything else? Is that it? You you okay. had one other one. I don't remember what I said. You had one other one. Hold on. Yeah. What did I say? People got mad at it. People got really mad. What did people? What did I say? We will figure this out for you guys. I literally cannot remember what I said. Oh, get healthy. I said get healthy. That's that's yeah. like literally you got to wait. Like that's that's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all I got there on that one. You get you like you got to get healthy somehow. You got to figure out, you know, you got to figure out a way for pitchers like 
to continue to try to get deep into games and beat each other again. As weird as that sounds, you got to make it a competition with the pitchers. Like if one guy goes, <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous. Cindergard goes one inning next uh, next outing. Your goal, your job is the next guy, uh, the next guy up. So go two innings and, and beat Cindergard and three innings. And four. Like, you got to continue to try to beat. They should just make it an open competition. Yeah, exactly. All six guys get a, get an outing. Whoever gets last place has to wear the, uh, the pink backpack the rest of Perfect. until the six are until the six starters are done again. Like they should do something where it's like that, where they just got to compete and, you know, just beat each other. Who cares? What, who cares what the offense does? Who cares what the defense does? Who cares what the bullpen does? Starting pitchers, just, just try and beat each other yep. because you do that. It's going to make everyone else better. All right. And then the bullpen, how many zeros can you throw up? Exactly. You gotta, That's you, the goal. You How many that. zeros can you throw up? I don't care what I don't care what inning it is. I don't care if it's Jaime Berea, Jimmy Hergit, Russell Iglesias, Aaron Loop, Ryan Tapera, whoever it is. How many zeros can you throw up? Let's see. Let's see how many zeros you can throw up without giving up a run throughout the entire bullpen. Don't be the guy to give up a run. Yeah. No, absolutely, hundred percent. You got to be. You have to beat the guy who pitched in front of you. You got to make it a competition. That's the best way to do it. So, Nate, um, let's go ahead and predict this Red Sox series if we can. I took. The dub. We're all tied again. Oh, yeah, we are tied up. Um, what do you got for this Red Sox series? I have no idea who's pitching. I would assume the Angels win this series somehow. Thor, Waka, Whitlock, TBD, Evaldi, TBD. So uh, Thor's the only guy. Um, Red Sox win two out of three. Angels at least win a game. Can I say the Angels win two out of three? Yeah, I mean, I did last time, and look what that got me. All right, all right. I'm going to go bold here. Yeah, Angels win two out of three. Um, and Sad, you have to say not, bold. And- no, no, well, the bold, my bold statement is Joe Adele goes off this series. I, I just – I think that he's – I don't know, man. Like My I, bold statement is in the Angels win, they throw a CG. That works for me. That works for me. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halo. It's going to make us the best podcast out there. Uh, if you could, subscribe wherever you are listening or watching. Hello, YouTube. Again, subscribe if you are watching us there. Um, you can follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's Nate and Twitter at NateGreen34. And, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.